Hello, and welcome to another episode of Music and Therapy with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, guys, how are you doing today? I hope that you have been having an amazing week and that you're enjoying life. I had um, a little fun and crazy week, I have to say. First, I'm super excited about the direction that the podcast is going in, and I'm realizing that I am actually reaching... A lot of my goals that I had set for myself and for the show this year. Like, I am right on schedule with all the things that I had planned to do. And this is exciting because usually I get close, but it's not like I'm there. You know how it is. It's like you write a list of things you need to do. You have a schedule, but you find yourself maybe a couple things off or find yourself behind. But I'm finding myself right on schedule. And this is things I need to do in my personal life and my professional goals that I've set for myself. So I'm really excited. I'm also happy because I'm actually seeing like the results of some of the hard work I put in. Because guys, you know, anything we do in life, whether it's having a relationship, whether we are trying to start a new business, whether you are trying to get a promotion at work, whatever it is, it even could be losing weight, whatever it is that you want to do, it takes a lot of hard work. So when you're putting in the work, sometimes you don't automatically see the results. But when you're putting in the work and then finally you start to see some results, it's an amazing thing. So I will definitely be telling you guys about that all in a future episode. But I just want to say today that if there is something that you want to do, and I know I say this all the time, no matter what it is you want to start, it could be something big, it could be something small, like learning how to cook. I don't know what it is that you want to do, but whatever it is, today is the day to start. June 23rd. 2021 is the day for you to start doing whatever it is you want to do. Don't wait until next week. Don't wait until next year, next month. Do it now. Because one of the things I hear all the time is like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. But, you know, they will have all, people have all these dreams and all these goals. And you ask them, oh, so what are you doing to reach this goal? Or what are you doing to reach this dream? And they're just like, oh, we haven't done anything yet. So my advice to you is just do it. Just start. It's not going to be perfect, but you have started something. And once you start, you can begin working toward making it good and doing what you need to do to get it to a point where you're satisfied. But the hardest thing for any of us to do is to just start. So I would encourage you to just start. Now, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode of the podcast where I talked to our special guest, Jessica Pino. And she talked about how women are directly affected by autism and some of the resources that are available to individuals who have autism. So if you have not heard this episode yet, then go and check it out. Now, last week, uh, my kids got the second dose of the vaccine. So yay, I'm really happy to report that my whole family is vaccinated. And I feel really good because for my family, this was the right decision. My daughters are dying to get back in school. I'll have a 10th grader, an 8th grader, and a 7th grader. So. They've been good sports about being out of school, Um, not out of school because they had virtual school, but you know, like not being around their friends and not being in a real school environment for the past year, yeah, for the past year and a half, I should say. Um, So they've been really good sports about this and they wanted to go back to school. They really wanted to go back. And so one of the things we talked about, even before the vaccine was available or even developed, 
um, while they were still working on it, we talked about it. And I told my kids, I was like, listen, I want you in school as much as you want to be in school, but I need to make sure you're safe. And so we agreed as a family that once the vaccine was available and ready for kids their age, that they can get it and they can go back to school. So they're excited. They got it. Their second dose. And when school starts again, my daughters will be able to go back to school. So I'm really happy about that. But yeah, so for my family, this was something that was good for us because there are things that they wanted to do. So the girls got the vaccine. They didn't even have any side effects. They didn't have any side effects the first time. Um, just a sore arm like I had. But the second time, you know how you're always nervous, like, are, are we going to have any major side effects? Because I have heard some side effects have been bad for some individuals, but my kids didn't have any side, side effects from the second dose. It was just like they got it, arm was sore for a little bit, and then they were good to go. So they had really didn't have a lot of side effects. Now, in my family, we've been lucky. None of us experienced any negative severe side effects from our second dose, and my husband didn't have any negative reaction from his one dose of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. So for our family, we're good. And if anybody out there is thinking about getting the vaccine or you're unsure about it because you don't know about side effects or you just haven't heard enough experiences from people or talked to enough people, I would like to invite you to please go ahead, talk to me, get in contact with me on social media, talk to me, ask me questions about my experience. And I'll be more than happy to tell you um, what we went through as a family, how we got it, any side effects we had. We didn't have any. But I think it's good for all of us who have the vaccine to talk to people who have questions because I know when I was about to get the vaccine the first time, my first dose, I was freaking out. And I think I mentioned it on the podcast a couple months ago. I was like literally freaking out because you read so many things and you it's easy to get scared because, you know, we have one life to live and I'm sitting up here like I'm not trying to waste that. And if this is something that's going to make me sick and kill me, I might as well not take it. So I was freaking out. But I signed up to do it because I was like, well, I told my kids they can go back to school and they need to see an example. And I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to let my kids take any type of vaccine or anything that I have not taken because I want to make sure that it's good before I let them do anything. So I knew it was something that I needed to do. And I signed up. I told you I was freaking out. And so I wanted to chicken out. My kids like, Mom, no, no, you can do this. But the thing that helped me out the most was I went online and to my friends on Facebook. And I asked them, I was like, to all my friends who had the vaccine, I said, what, was, what side effects did you have? And you would be surprised. The people who wrote in and they told me about the side effects that they experienced, it actually calmed my nerves and it made me feel better about getting it. And so sometimes there's a there's power in us telling our stories to each other and talking about our experiences because we can help each other out. So guys, if you need someone just to talk to about the vaccine or hear how it affected me or hear my story about it and the, any side effects that I had or didn't have, feel free to contact me and to talk to me so that we can talk about it. And for all my friends out there who did not get the vaccine, let me just tell you, there is no love loss. I do not judge you. We all have to make decisions about our body. And we have the right to decide what is or what is not good for us or our family or our bodies. And just because you decided not to get the vaccine, it doesn't make you an anti-vaxxer. It doesn't make you an irresponsible person. It doesn't make you a bad person. I don't know 
what your circumstances could be. There are many people who have been told by their doctors not to get the vaccine. There are many people who just don't think this is worth it for them or is good for their family or would just choose not to. I don't know, whatever the reason may be. I just want to let you know that I don't believe in shaming anyone for their thoughts or what they believe in. And so I definitely want to let you know that, hey, I'm in your corner. I support your decision 100% no matter what you decide to do. And, you know, no love is lost. It doesn't make you a bad person. So I just wanted to throw that out there for all my listeners who may not have gotten the vaccine. I love you guys too. I still respect and I I respect and I support your decision. So just know that even though I got it, and even though my family got it and it was the right choice for us, doesn't mean that it may be the right choice for you if you decide you don't want to go that route. It's not, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. So that's why I wanted to let you guys know. So if you want to contact me, feel free. Now, guys, if you have anything that you would like to share or discuss on the podcast, please, please, please make sure you contact me on the Music and Therapy Facebook page to give me some of your suggestions. I would absolutely love to hear from you. And to each of you, I promise that if you send me, if you have anything that you would like to share or discuss in the podcast, please be sure to contact me on the Music and Therapy Facebook page and give me some of your suggestions. I absolutely love hearing from you. And I promise that if you send me a message, I will respond to your message. So go ahead, send in your suggestions and topics. I can't wait to hear from you. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about how having a growth mindset is good for your marriage or your relationship. Have you ever felt stuck in your relationship? Or have you felt as if you wanted to change things in your relationship, but you just didn't know how to change things? Do you sometimes feel as if you are just going through the motion of your relationship and long for something more? If you find yourself feeling this way, then know that you are not alone. All of us have felt this way at some point in our lives. It could have been in our professional lives, it could have been in our personal lives, or in our relationships. It's actually normal to feel stuck in your relationship. However, it's important to know that you do not have to remain stuck in your relationship. There is something that you can do, and this change starts with you. Now, I love talking um, about changes, and I love talking about doing things, but so many times we don't know how to change things or how to do something different because we are so used to doing things the same way. We're stuck in our own mind. We're stuck in our relationships. Sometimes it's hard to talk to people about maybe doing something different because this is all you've been doing for as long as you can remember. One thing that I like to tell myself when I'm feeling stuck is that, okay, so Kiana, this has not worked for you. This is not working for you. So why continue to do something that's not working? So usually that helps me to change and try to, that motivates me to change. But this is not always the case for everybody else. And so when we talk about change, it can be scary, but it's something that has to happen, especially if you want to make things better in your relationship or if you just want to get tired of being stuck in your relationship. There is something that you can do to change the situation. And the thing that I love about this specific change is that it starts with you. What change am I talking about? 
Well, the change that I'm talking about is changing your perception and developing a growth mindset so that you will be well equipped to begin taking action to make the changes that you want to improve in your relationship. But I think I'm going ahead too far. So before I talk about how to begin implementing these changes, I think we should first talk a little bit about why a growth mindset is so important to your relationship and what is a growth mindset. Now, all of us are born with the locus of control. So a locus of control is what you believe and what you don't believe that you control. For example, some people feel like life is simply happening to them, like they're a victim to whatever might happen. They have what you would call an external locus of control. And that just means that you believe the environment and things happening around you control you in your life, but not that you have any type of control. Everything that happens is external and there's nothing you can do about it. Other people believe that they are in control of their lives. So even when something happens to them that appears to be from the outside, they still see how they have the power over the outcome. This is an internal locus of control. So how do you develop an internal locus of control and feel empowered to change things in your life? And it's important to feel empowered to change things in your life because if you feel like your life is out of control, like you're unlikely to take action, because why would you take action if you don't believe you have any control in your life or that things just happen to you and it's out of your control? So why would you take action? Because you would feel like there's no need to take action because it's not going to make a difference. So that would mean that you have a bias toward inaction, which, of course, I will say it's not a bad thing because you recognize it. And you know that since you have a bias toward inaction, you need to figure out what to do so that we can start taking action. So in order to overcome this, you have to begin first taking action to see what happens. Doing this over and over shows you that you have more influence over your life than you thought. So you will begin to develop a bias toward action, meaning that you're believing that you're the type of person who can take action to influence your own life. So you begin developing an internal locus of control, which says that, okay, things will happen, but I control how they affect me. I can control how I react to these situations. So then you will begin developing your internal locus of control, which makes you feel empowered to direct your own life. And it also gives you confidence. But there is one core underlying psychological principle that's even more important to understand. Now, all of these are important, but the thing that's the most important thing to understand is a growth mindset. So people have different types of mindsets. There's a growth mindset and there's a fixed mindset. So we're going to talk about the growth mindset first, and then we'll talk about the fixed mindset. So people who have a growth mindset are more resilient. They're better at coping with failure. They're more likely to change themselves than those people who are not. Now, people who have a fixed mindset are less resilient. They're poor at coping with failure, and they avoid challenges that can reveal their flaws. So I mentioned the two types of mindsets are a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. People with a fixed mindset believe that they'll always have the same level of talent regardless of how much effort they put in. They either got it or they don't have it. Because of this, they spend a lot of time trying to prove their ability and trying to prove their intelligence. They want to look smart. So if they're not immediately good at something, they just stop doing it. And this is because they're in a constant quest to prove that they are talented or intelligent. 
to a fixed mindset person, effort is a bad thing. Having to work at something is a sign that you're not a natural talent or that you're not of high intelligence because if you were, you wouldn't have to try. So as a result, they don't challenge themselves. They don't like trying new things. And so they never stop or take the time to develop their potential. They're trapped, reaching only as far as their current abilities can take them. They're trapped because failure is devastating and it means that they are a failure because they don't want to have to take on an identity as a failure. They often blame others or the outside world for their failures. Fixed mindset people find joy in being the best or being judged as talented or smart. Now, growth mindset people see the world very differently. They believe that the more effort you put into something, whether it's practicing or learning, the better they will become. If they're not good at something, they see it as a sign that they have to work harder. They have little need to prove anything to anyone about their talent or intelligence because they are working on a quest to constantly grow and develop their talents. How hard someone tries is measures the person's value. They enjoy seeing challenges and they see them as an opportunity to learn something and expand their boundaries. They may not like failing, but they don't even believe that they are failures. They see failures as lessons learned. Growth mindset people find joy in progress and in learning. Now, this is all great. And you know, a lot of us can see how this could work in our personal lives. You can see this, how this could work in your professional life. But the question is, how does this affect your relationship? According to Dr. Dubik, a person with a fixed mindset expects a romantic relationship to be perfect and refuses to accept the idea that a successful relationship is going to take work. To them, it would mean a fatal flaw in their relationship. Now, if they believe that we all come into this world fully formed and unable to change and adapt, then of course we can see how a person with a fixed mindset also believes that a relationship that's less than perfect will also be unable to change and get better. People with a fixed mindset want to be placed firmly on a pedestal by their lover, and they see any disagreement as disastrous rather than natural and inevitable. Now, someone with a growth mindset, however, understands that two people coming together is always going to have their differences. They get the fact that relationships are hard and that they take work and that it involves both parties learning about the other and growing together, developing the skills they need to work as a team. Here are some amazing characteristics of people with a growth mindset. They judge themselves and others less. So if we have a fixed mindset, our reflex is always to judge and evaluate the things that are going on around us because everything that happens is used to assess things. So whether or not we're a good person or whether we are a good spouse is always determined by how we view the world and people view us. But a person with a growth mindset don't have time to waste on proclaiming judgment on other people or they don't, nor do they care about what people are doing because they're too busy focusing on how they can make progress. A person with a growth mindset thrives off constructive criticism because they don't feel as if being criticized is an attack on themselves or on their abilities because they know who they are. They know that they're able to do things. They understand and recognize that, okay, I may not be able to be able to do this right now. I might not be good at it now, but the more I work on it, the more I perfect my skills and work on my craft, the better I'll be. And people with a growth mindset accept constructive criticism and they just use it as a platform for growth. Whereas a person with a fixed mindset 
will not accept constructive criticism and see it as being attacked and as someone seeing them as less than intelligent. People with a growth mindset know how to chill out and just enjoy the ride. So they're not worried about failures. And since they're not worried about failures, they know how to have fun. As DeWick put it, you don't have to think that you're really great at something or that you're awesome at something to want to do it and enjoy it. So since people with a growth mindset are so focused on learning, they don't even worry about succeeding or whether they don't succeed because they can still have fun doing it and just trying it, you know, just giving it a shot and see what happens. So that means that they can try out new sports. They can try new things in their relationship. See, they can try new conversational styles. They can try new things that is in their spouse's or partner's love language and just go for it and just try new things to make their relationship new and exciting without worrying about, oh, what if I fail? What if this doesn't work out? They just give it a shot and they just go on. So that's another cool thing about having a growth mindset. Another great thing about a growth mindset is that you're going to tackle the hardest problems first. So in your relationship, if there's an issue and a problem that you really, really feel like you need to work on, you're going to work on it and you're going to handle that problem and you're going to talk about it. If you had a mixed mindset or people with mixed mindsets, they're going to procrastinate at dealing with difficult issues because they're going to feel as if, well, it's not going to work out. This is just how it is. Why bother? But people with a growth mindset recognize, okay, this is how it is now, but it doesn't mean that this is how it has to be tomorrow or the day after. They see change and they see that there is room to grow and change and to make the situation better so that is why it's important to have a growth mindset you see how all this could work in relationships yeah it's just amazing how sometimes we put ourselves in boxes in our relationships things aren't the way we want them to be but we settle and we accept it and we're just like well this is just how it's always going to be but guys it does not have to be this way if you have an idea of how you want your relationship to be whether you want it more exciting or just to do more things together You can do this, but you just need to have a growth mindset. People with a growth mindset also don't stress as much as people who have a fixed mindset. And that's because they just realize that everything you can control. So you may not be able to control what happens to you, but you can also control how you react to certain things. So there's no need to stress because you're not failing, you're learning. And it's a difference when you feel as if you go through life where Nothing you do is a failure, it's just a learning experience, and you're learning from it, and you're growing from it, and it's making you into the best version of yourself that you can be. So there's no time to stress when you have a growth mindset, because you're constantly learning, and you're constantly on a quest to be better. So that is the difference, and that's awesome, to not to have to worry about stressing about not being perfect, and not doing things right the first time, because people with a growth mindset already know you're not going to do it right the first time. Especially if it's something you've never done and you're not going to have it perfect all the time, but you can learn and you can get better. That is a great thing about a growth mindset. Now, here is something that I never really knew when I was talking about a growth mindset until I read this recently. Yes, you're going to be surprised. Did you know that having a growth mindset can actually lower your risk of experiencing depression? Now, I do want to clarify something. Now, Depression is a serious issue, and it is something that people should take seriously. 
So the depression I'm talking about is not the depression that's clinical depression or depression that's in the illness that's being treated by a doctor. I'm not talking about that type of depression because even if someone has a growth mindset, it can maybe lower it a little bit, but it's not going to take it away because that has to deal with the clinical imbalance. That's a whole different story. So please do not think I'm saying if you have clinical depression or if you're seeing a psychiatrist and you're on medication, that I'm talking about just having a growth mindset would take that away. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if you experience this typical depression and everyone gets depression, it is something that happens to all of us. What um, sets it apart from being either clinical depression or just regular depression that we all get is the length of time that we show these symptoms. So a lot of people do get depressed. I get depressed about things. And it happens usually situational things. Things aren't going your way. So in situations like that, having a growth mindset can lower your risk of depression. So it's been shown in various studies that looking at life through the lens of a fixed mindset can increase your risk of depression. And of course, it's logical because when you think about it, any setback that you have, you take it more seriously because it's like, I failed and I'm a failure. So of course, you can start questioning your abilities and even who you are as a person, which can lead to depression. Now, if you have a growth mindset, you don't expect to be perfect. So if you're not, it's cool because you never expected that you were. So you're not going to be as likely to experience anxiety or depression when you fail because it's a learning experience. And technically, you didn't even fail. You just learned your lesson. So this is a way that having a growth mindset can help you. And even with relationships, if you sit out and you're like, I want to have this discussion and I want to try this new communication style. And let's just do it. And you try it. And it doesn't work with your partner. You're not going to say, oh, I failed, this is horrible, this is the end of our relationship. You're going to be like, oh, that didn't work. Maybe I should try something else. And that is the importance and the power of having a growth mindset. Another good thing about a growth mindset is that you just gain more perspective. In a growth mindset, you can appreciate the fact that the breakup of a relationship or a bad exam does not define who you are as a person. And it does not mean the world's ending. You know that your intelligence can't be summed up by a number, or your self-worth doesn't hang on whether you have a relationship or not. That is important because so many times we are afraid to change things in our relationships because we're afraid that if we change them, then what if we break up? Or what if something bad happened? Or what if we don't get the outcome that we desire? And that is having a fixed mindset because you are afraid and you're letting, you're feeling as if you're not in control. Listen, in life, there's no guarantee we're going to get the result that we desire. But the question is, do you want to just stay where you are in a dysfunctional relationship or in a relationship where you're not happy and just deal with it? Or would you rather just take some risks and see what you can do to make things better and to make your relationship more exciting and just do more things? I would personally rather just take the risk. And the risk doesn't mean that it's going to be a bad thing. Risk is not always bad. Sometimes you just have to step out of yourself and do something different to change the relationship. So let's say that you're in a relationship, you want your spouse to be more affectionate, and you don't know how to talk about it. So being able to gain perspective and be like, okay, well, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, he, he or she may not understand what I'm trying to say. He may be upset, 
But this is something that's important we need to talk about. That's a growth mindset. And knowing that even if you don't see change immediately, that with you constantly working toward a change, that things can change. That is the importance of having a growth mindset. And it's important so that you can be able to move forward in life and do things. Another great thing about a growth mindset is that you're not afraid to dream big. Now, I have heard so many people always say, why dream big? Because it's not going to work out. And my, I have always felt like it's important to dream big because the bigger you dream, the closer you're going to get to reaching it. You can't reach something that's not hard. Everything in life is hard. Everything's difficult. It's a challenge. But you have to put in the effort and the work. So that is kind of like a growth mindset. But if you have a fixed mindset, you're focused on your next test score or just worrying about how you perform in an individual event. You never seem to dream big because... You're too busy focusing on the now and how to get what you want now so people can think positively of you. Now, a growth mindset is able to focus on the end goal and they don't let individual setbacks knock them off course. So if you want to improve your relationship and there are some things that are not going your way right now, it will not affect the person with a growth mindset because you have confidence to know that, okay, so if I shoot for the stars, I'll definitely get close to my goal the whole thing is that we don't always have to know how our relationship is going to get better or how things are going to improve we just have to know that they will and then take action toward making them improve and doing what we can do to help things get better and whether it is changing your perception or maybe learning how to start a conversation with a soft startup instead of a hard startup whatever it is you can do this so the great thing about having a growth mindset is that even if you don't already have a growth mindset, this trait can be developed. You, if you have a fixed mindset and you're listening to this and you're like, oh my goodness, I am a fixed mindset individual. That is fine. You know, it's okay because you can change that. I always say the first thing that you need to do when changing is to know you need to make a change because if you don't know you need to make a change, then there's no need to change. So if there's something going on and you realize, oh, I'm fixed mindset, I don't need to change that. Then you know what to do to start working on having a growth mindset. And it's all about viewing things differently. And as I say all the time, I would even recommend that maybe you see a counselor or a therapist to find out why you see things in a fixed mindset type of way. Now, I know people will just say, well, you know, that's just how I am. But it's not exactly who you are. All of us came into this world with no perceptions. We came into this world without any of the norms and any of the values that we have now. Everything that we have has been given to us and has been passed down from generation to generation through our family. So you might have grown up in a family with a fixed mindset. It was the way to go. And it was taught to you. And it was something you learned. Maybe you grew up in a family where a growth mindset was the norm. And so that was taught to you and that was learned. So whatever you have, whether it's a fixed mindset or a growth mindset, is something that was developed and passed down from generation to generation and taught to you. So if you have a fixed mindset, it can change. And just because this is something that was probably given to you by your grandmother or your great-grandmother does not mean it's something you have to keep. And so I would encourage you to seek the help of a professional counselor so you can see, okay, so when did I start seeing things differently? Why do I think the way that I do? What triggers me to feel this way? And once you can work through all of that, then it will be easier for you to have a growth mindset. And a counselor can help you with that. 
listen, you don't have to have a serious, serious issue in order to see a counselor. You can see a counselor about things that you wonder, oh, why did I react this way? Or what did I do? Self-assessment is a good thing. And if you can do self-assessment, you can do self-assessment alone and on your own, that's fine. But if you're unable to do that, then a counselor is needed. And I would recommend that you do see a counselor. If you feel that your marriage is something that cannot be changed, there is hope. There is hope. It can be changed. Everything can be worked on. So if you're in a bad place in this moment, it doesn't mean that you're going to be in a bad place in the next moment. And it's all about growth. None of us came here knowing how to do anything. If you're a parent and you had your first kid, you didn't know how to handle that. You didn't know how to even deal with it. But you grew and you developed those skills to be a good mom. Or you developed the skills you needed to be a good dad. So all of this is growth. So that is why having a growth mindset is so important in your relationship. Because that is the thing that's going to give you the resilience that you need if you want to have a relationship that spans the course of 40, 50, 60 years. A growth mindset is going to be the thing to do. It's going to give you the resilience to handle the setbacks in your relationship and the hiccups that may come along in your relationship. Because you will understand that you as a person didn't fail. It's a lesson. And you'll learn from that. And it will help your relationship because you will realize, okay, so this is going on right now, but we can make this better and we can work on it. It'll give you that tenacity that you need to press forward in your relationship and make things better. So if you don't have a growth mindset, it's okay. Like I said, just all you need to do is work on developing a growth mindset. And if you need the help of a counselor, please seek out a counselor to help you get rid of the fixed mindset so you can have a growth mindset. But all of this is so important to your relationship. And that is why we wanted to talk about why it's important to have a growth mindset. Now, the song that we're going to listen to today is called Trapped. And it talks about a woman who has a fixed mindset and she's kind of feeling stuck in her marriage, but don't know where to go or how to get out of it or what to do. So here is the song, Trapped.
Before I end the podcast, I would like to thank BetterHelp for their continued support of the Music and Therapy podcast. BetterHelp is a counseling online service, and they are there to help you. Their goal is to help people become the best version of themselves that they can be, which is in line with what we want to do here at Music and Therapy. So I'm extremely happy to work with them. Now, BetterHelp is not a do-it-yourself kind of thing. It's not one of those things that you do for self-help. BetterHelp is actually licensed counselors and trained professionals who are there to help you navigate through the most difficult times in your life. BetterHelp has licensed professional therapists and counselors who are knowledgeable and certified in their area of study. For example, here are some of the things I love about BetterHelp. It's not a traditional wait in the office kind of thing. You can meet with them online. So because it's online, people can meet with them in the United States, people can meet with them in Europe, and in Africa. They can help anyone anywhere in the world. Why? Because they are online. They are flexible. You can talk to a counselor within 24 to 48 hours of signing up, for services. They will match you with someone who will be able to help you. You can talk to a professional who has a specific expertise that may not be in your area. Why? Because they are online. Another thing that I love about BetterHelp is that they actually help people who don't have the money or resources to get counseling. And that's the thing that I love. So there's like, they're not holding counseling back from you because you may not be able to afford it, especially if you have lost your job because of the pandemic or have financial issues. They have scholarships available. They even have financial aid available so that you can get the help that you need if you are desperately in need for help. BetterHelp is available and BetterHelp is willing to help and serve you. So if you would like to get more information about BetterHelp or sign up for services, what you can do is click the link in the show notes and in the link, that's the link to BetterHelp. And we also have a promo code. And the great thing about the promo code is that if you put in music and vibes, that's our promo code, they will give you 10% off of your first month of service. So if you are in need of better help, H-E-L-P, go check it out. Click the link in the show notes, put in the promo code, and you will be on your way to begin the process of healing. I would also like to thank you guys so much for listening to me. I enjoy our time. I can't tell you enough how much I enjoy hanging out with you, spending time with you. So thank you guys so much for listening. It's appreciated, and I just love you guys. Thank you so much. Now, on that note, I want to invite you to join our Facebook group. It's not the same without you. I miss you. I want you in the group. So go ahead and join our Facebook group, and it's easy to do. There's a link in the show notes. Click on the link and join. And I made it easy so that anybody can join. You don't have to wait for approval. You don't have to wait for anything. Just click the link, put join, and you are in. So I hope I see you in the Facebook group soon because that would just be amazing. Join our Facebook group. I also want to encourage you to follow the podcast on Spotify or Apple Music or iTunes, wherever you're listening. Go ahead and follow the podcast. Also, leave me a comment. I would love to hear your thoughts on the show. And then I also want to encourage you to share the podcast with a friend. There are people out there who need to hear some of what we're talking about. And because you are able to listen to it, and if you know someone who needs to hear what we're talking about, go ahead, share the podcast with a friend. Sharing is caring. By sharing, you are sharing the podcast. You're helping to grow our community. And you're also caring enough about your friends and your neighbors to share and let them know, hey, these are just some things that you can try out if you are dealing with these issues. 
Now, if you guys want to contact me, it's easy to do. I have all of that information in the show notes. It says join me on social media. So yeah, click on any one of those links. You can send me a message. You can DM me. Whatever you want to do, you can go ahead and do that. And I promise you, if you send me a message, I will respond to you. I think that's all I have to tell you. If you guys think anything else, send me a message. Let me know. Any questions you want answered, go ahead and let me do that. So have an amazing week. Enjoy your time with family and friends. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Looking from the inside out, it seems like we are happy. But what people don't.